know a different version than the one y'all sing. So, try to keep up with me, okay? It's basically the same words, just in a different order. So, it's okay. So, let's sing. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, the mighty name of Jesus, Satan will have to flee. Tell me who can stand before us when we call on his great name. His name is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We have the victory. Sing it again. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, the mighty name of Jesus, Satan will have to
lot of things uh, happening, especially in the in the world. Amen. And uh, uh, one thing uh, uh, Jesus uh, spoke about was, uh, Amen. He was uh, talking to the disciples, and, and if you remember in the uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, verse twenty-four, when he was. Uh, all things are going to come to pass. And, amen. He said, uh, uh, "Let me make sure I get this right. It's not my, it's not my, uh, my, my teaching this morning, but I just want to give you a little understanding here." Matthew twenty-four. <coughs> Matthew twenty-four and, and thirty-two. Uh, this is what he said. It kind of, it kind of pertains to. Amen. This life we're living right now, especially what's happening in the world. He said in Matthew 24, verse 32, he said, Now learn the parable of the fig tree. When this branch is yet tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when you shall see all these things, he's talking about the things that come and pass in this world, things happening, events. He said, Know that it is near even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass. What generation are you talking about? He's talking about the church generation. Right. Holy Ghost believers. Amen. This generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. So it's good to believe in the word of God. Because right. we have that word in the hearts, and yeah. amen, we're going to turn into eternal beings <laughs> later yeah. on. Yeah. That's right. Hallelujah. So he said, uh, so the, the fig tree is kind of a, like a, a, I guess, a, 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 a pattern of things happening in the world. Amen. It's a, it's a, well, that's the word I'm looking for. It's a time indicator, the fig tree. So you think about this, look, uh, look at this world. Amen. This world will teach us something and show us something. And you look at the world, you see all kinds of, uh, you know, all kinds of unrest. You know, I believe people are, are, are searching for something. They're searching for answers. Yes. They're searching for uh, something or somebody that will help them. Amen. And the only thing they need to do is, is turn to Jesus. Because yes. amen, Jesus has all the answers. Yes. The saints of God, we know this. He has all the answers. Amen. We don't need to look to the world. We don't need to look to uh, uh, men, uh, uh, technology, and Amen. even the government. But we need to look to him. Yes. He has all the answers. Mm -hmm. So you think about this world and, amen, and, uh, you know, there's, uh, listening to the news. And like I said, I don't like listening to the news. But I just want to kind of see what's happening in the world. It seems like there's nothing but bad news. Right. Always bad news. And there must still be, like, protests going on in the nation. Still, uh, uh, anarchy and there's lawlessness, and they're trying to defund our police. And even if they do that, then oh Lord, Lord have mercy upon all the common people. Because the rich people, they can you know they can uh, uh, protect themselves. All the money they have, they can get their own you know security, and they're uh, they're in their big fancy houses, you know, with uh, gates around them, so they're okay. But the common people. Amen. We need the protection of the police. They're trying to bring down all the, even all the, 
I guess the things that this nation stands for, amen. life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right. and that's all going to go down. So, amen, we better thank God that we're in his presence, amen. that we're in his church. Amen. amen. All we got to do is count on him, right. look to him. Yep. Right. Amen. He'll take care of us. Amen. amen. So that's all we need to do. That's right. Amen. amen. So like um, there's a... Uh, <coughs> All kinds of things going on. But let's turn to, uh, uh, and I want to talk a little bit about this, pertaining to the scripture of Jude. Let's all turn to, even the book of Jude. Okay, there you go. Jude, verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Earnestly contend for the faith. The faith we're living in right now, the way of life that we're living right now, that's the faith we need to earnestly contend for. Amen. Because it seems like uh, there's all kinds of contention in this world and amen, there's things that we need to uh, resist, especially evil. Amen. And, and I was looking at this word uh, earnestly. He said earnestly contend. I looked at that word just to make sure it had the, the meaning right here. Here, I, I, I found out that uh, what it means to Earnestly means to to struggle for. In other words, you got something good that's you have in your life, then, Amen. It's good and it's it got meaning for you. Then you got to struggle for it to keep it. Amen. To to keep yourself in a place where, Amen. You're in a good place. And earnestly contend. I looked up that word contend. You know what, you know what uh, earnestly and contend they both mean the same thing. Look up in the, in, in, in the Hebrew dictionary. They both mean the same thing. Earnestly and content. Wow, that's something. But it means to uh, compete for a prize. And what's the prize? The prize is eternal life. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's the prize we're contending Amen. for. That's right. A lot of people, you know, it's hard to, uh, especially, you know, we, we live in this <coughs> world and, 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 and we, we don't really have a grasp of eternal life. That's a promise to us. That's right. yeah. uh, a promise of eternal life. You think about that. Wow, that's well, that's something that's you know it's hard for your your mind to you know to to, to get your mind wrapped up to to believe just really what that you know uh, consists of eternal life. But it's a life that's going to go on forever. It's from everlasting to everlasting. Amen. And then talks about and only God can do that because He's everlasting. And eternal life, wow, that's going to, eternity never ends. And we're going to be in that place where, uh, amen, that's a promise to us. So it's up to us to 
Amen. Earnestly contend for the faith. And uh, there's a lot of things going on in, in, in this world, and uh, uh, a lot of people, they're, uh, they're resisting uh, a lot of things in this world, especially they're resisting the truth of God. You look at this world and see all the unbelievers and amen, there's some even in religion they're resisting the truth. Yes. Amen. amen. They're resisting the truth of God. That's right. Amen. And they're going down the wrong path, not believing what the scripture says. And there's only, just like we read, there's only one common salvation. Right. There's only one plan of salvation. Right. There's only right. one church. Amen. There's only one faith. Only one God. God is Amen. He's, just, he's one. Right. And he made it simple for all mankind to understand. Yes. But man, even through his own ignorance, he made, he made it hard. Amen. Instead of believing God, he made his own way. And that's what, that's what brought all this confusion. All because of man. Amen. But he said, uh, so one thing as saint, uh, saints of God, what we got to do is we got to resist too, but not resist the truth. Right. What we got to do is we got to resist evil. Amen. Yes. Amen. We have to resist evil. Amen. That's the truth. And there's a lot of evil in that world. Yes. Amen. Trying to, amen, uh, trying to uh, uh, destroy our faith, <laughs> lies, things of man. Amen. And then uh, 1 Peter. Chapter 3. We got to earnestly contend. And we got to resist, resist evil. First Peter chapter 3 and verse 11. Let's start from, uh, let's read, uh, let's, let's read uh, verse 10. Our main focus is verse 11. It said, uh, for he that will love life, and you know, who don't love life, and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips that they speak no guile. Guile is deceit, and things are false. And it says, let him eschew evil, and do good, let him seek peace and ensue it. Pursue peace. He said, it's too evil. Amen. Amen. It's too evil. <coughs> and then we have, a, we have to have a, I guess, a hatred for evil. It's too evil. So that's what we have to do. Especially, amen, amen be part of this world. Amen. And we have to live in this world and out there and people I know, you know, working, just going about daily affairs, rubbing shoulders with uh, unbelievers. Amen. Evil is not in the world. Amen. We got to contend with it. But God give us a way. Amen. Through His Spirit. Amen. By His Word. But the thing about it is, uh, He gives us His Word. Amen. We hear it. We can read it. But the thing about His Word is, Amen. We got to believe it. In order for us to do something good for us in our lives, we gotta believe it. We can't just hear it and you know go on a merry way. We gotta believe it and we gotta apply it to our lives. 
we got to walk the walk of faith. Amen. Be holy. Be obedient to his word. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Amen. It's as simple as that. But what makes it even uh, uh, not simple is our flesh. Amen. This world. Amen. And just plain unbelief. So we got to fight through all those things and earnestly That's contend. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Earnestly contend. Amen. Amen. You know, the, if you realize how how really blessed the people we are. Amen. Right. To to be in this church. Amen. To be believers. And, amen. To, to to have heard the the true gospel. The true death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And to Confirm our lives to that. Amen. We we died and we was buried and we rose again. We died to repentance. Amen. We was buried to water baptism. We rose again to a new life. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. You know, we can't have a, a new nature. Everybody's always looking to change. You're looking for change, but that really that that the only change they really need is even to have a new nature. But that new nature can't come except by a new birth. Right. Amen. Amen. So we've, right. we've come to that new birth, and we've come to that new change. Amen. Amen. And all things, amen, if you really uh, uh, believe, understand, that all things are good. Yes. Amen. All things are good. In Jesus Christ, all things are good. A new birth and a new nature. And it can only happen by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gives us that right. new nature. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you know, think about the, uh, some of the things that the early church had to go through. Amen. I, I was uh, uh, reading something and, and, and uh, something uh, very interesting, and I, I learned about the early church. And uh, Amen. And uh, when they were first filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, they say around maybe A.D. 33, there's different dates, maybe around there, about the A.D. 33, when after Jesus died, he poured out his spirit, and 120 believers, and they're all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they even, they said they spake with tongues, and they went about doing good, and you know, all this, and, uh, and, the, and the Bible says that the, back in those days, remember, they didn't have a, the, the New Testament, like we have it, right. weren't right. able to, you know, open to, you know, to uh, Romans and Corinthians. They didn't have uh, the New Testament like we have it, so they had to, Amen, uh, look into the Old Testament to try to interpret, understand what God was doing in their lives through the Old Testament. While you think about that, so you think about the early church and, and especially the apostles. Boy, they had to be a praying, uh, a praying people to look into the Word of God. And, and, and through the Old Testament, understand what God was doing for them in that time then. Because God was, amen, he, he, uh, he ordained a new covenant. Amen. And they just, during that point where they just didn't quite understand, have a full revelation of that new covenant, even of amen, the church, what God was trying to do in establishing one church, one body, made up of Jews and Gentiles. They didn't fully grasp it. But God was going to lead them and guide them and give them a revelation. Amen. But amen. amen. I was uh, 
reading it, if you want to turn to, uh, let's go to the book of Acts. <coughs> book of Acts, if, if none of you haven't read through the book of Acts, because well, that tells the, the history of the early church, it's good reading. It'll help you understand some things. And, and even just what some of the saints did, and things they went through, especially in uh, and, and sharing this gospel. But it wasn't for uh, it wasn't for the, the the early church, the apostles. They didn't have a you know a love for God. They didn't have a a, a a faith in God. Then certain things that came against the church that even that went destroy the early church and and just how how they believed. And then uh, in, in, uh, in Corinthians in chapter fifteen. Let's read a little bit here in uh, verse 1. Uh, Acts, I mean. Did I say Acts? <laughs> Book of Acts, I'm sorry. Chapter 15. Chapter 15. <laughs> Book of Acts, chapter 15. Verse 1. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. When therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and, and disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and the elders about this question. A question about salvation. And, uh, and being brought on their way by the church, they passed through from the eastern Samaria, declaring the conversion of the Gentiles, and they called a great joy to all the brethren. And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were, they were received of the church and of the apostles and the elders, and they declared all things that God had done with them. But there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees, which believed, saying, that it was needful to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. So there is a, a contention. Uh, some of the sect of the Pharisees, and, and maybe all the Jewish people, they, they, they couldn't understand what God was trying to do in advice and bringing about a new covenant. And they were trying to hold on to the, to the old covenant and the law of Moses, and trying to hold on to amen, circumcision. And, and they, they, they brought a all kinds of uh, contention in the church and, and people started uh, doubting, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the new covenant. And so, and so they called all the brethren together. If they hadn't even called a meeting and called all the apostles together, people who even uh, who knew Jesus' ministry because they, they, they lived with Jesus and walked with him and, and he spoke to him truth. All these prophets, they brought them together to, to look into this, even this contention that was, and especially the, even the Jews were saying that except the man be circumcised, he cannot be saved. But uh, it came down to uh, everyone coming together. Amen. And this is what the, 
Please be down, verse 6. And the apostles and elders came together for to consider of this matter. And when they had been much, and when there had been much disputing, Peter rose up and said unto men and brethren, You know how that a good while ago God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God knows the hearts, and God which knows the hearts bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us. And put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now therefore, why tempt ye God to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to hear, to bear? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved even as they. Then all the multitude kept silence and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them. Amen. Peter was the first one. To, uh, to preach the word of God to the Gentiles. Remember in uh, Matthew uh, chapter uh, 16, after uh, Jesus asked Peter, all the uh, disciples, he was asking uh, them, you know, who do men say that I am? And here, here comes Peter, and he says, uh, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. You know, Peter had a revelation of who exactly who Jesus was. He was anointed, the Son of God. Anointed to come and, 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 and do a work, amen, in his Father's name, a work of salvation. That he was, amen, God in the flesh. Amen. Peter had a revelation. He spoke this revelation, and Jesus said, Oh, Peter, <coughs> amen, man didn't reveal this to you, but God, your Father in heaven revealed this revelation to you. And, 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 and he gave Peter the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. So, you know what Peter did? He went to uh, a bunch of Gentiles, a Gentile family. Amen. The, the house of Cornelius, you read this in, in Acts in chapter 10. They were Gentiles. And he went to uh, Cornelius' house and he preached to him, Amen, the gospel. <coughs> the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Repent. Be baptized in Jesus' name, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is what he preached to him. Amen. He, he, he gave him the keys to the kingdom of heaven. The Bible says that after he preached to these Gentiles, remember, we're Gentiles, so thank God that amen, he opened the way of salvation to his Gentiles. He said he preached to these Gentiles. What happened? The Holy Ghost fell upon him. The Bible says they spake in tongues. And after that, you know what happened? They were baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. And, and uh, it goes against all amen, what these uh, religious people are saying, except the man you circumcised. No, uh -uh, that's that's the old covenant. You don't have to do that anymore. You know what a type of circumcision is? In the Old Testament, you have to be circumcised. A man child has to be circumcised in, in, the, in the skin of his, uh, his foreskin. But you know what that is? Nowadays, circumcision is nowadays, it's even this baptism in Jesus' Amen. Amen. And it's a circumcision of our heart. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Amen. So we don't, you know, the, we don't have to obey circumcision that's no right. more. But these, uh, these, these brethren were trying to bring in, I wouldn't say well, uh, uh, false doctrine, but they're still trying to hold on to the old covenant. When we had a new covenant. Amen. 
So the church had to go through this. They had to resist all kinds of things coming against the young, young church. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. Amen. They, they, they worked it out. Here's what happened. Let, let's, let's go on and read. It says, uh, okay, where are we at? Uh, verse uh, 13. And after they had held their peace, James answered, saying, Men and brethren, hearken unto me. Simeon, Simon Peter had declared how God at the first did visit the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And to this agree the words of the prophets as it is written, after this I will return and will build again the tabernacle of David which has fallen down. And I will build again the ruins thereof and I will set it up that the residue of men might seek after the Lord and all the Gentiles upon whom my name is called, says the Lord, who doeth all these things. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. Now this is what he said. Wherefore my sentences, that we trouble not them, which from among the Gentiles are turned to God, but that we write unto them that they abstain from pollutions of idols, and from fornication, and from things strangled, and from blood. For Moses of old hath in every city them that preach him being read in the synagogues every Sabbath day. But they came up with a, I guess, a, a way, a consolation to the Gentiles. So when they're saying that Gentiles, they want to be saved, they need to be circumcised, but it's not, it's not so. And they wrote this letter and said that, and there was a, a consolation to the Gentiles. He said, but we write to them that they abstain from pollution of islands and from fornication and things strangled. So all they're saying is, and we have to walk a, a, a walk that's, amen, that's moral, keep, you know, keep from impurities. There's certain things we have to resist in our lives. And it's uh, the, 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 the sins of the flesh. And it's a uh, false doctrine. And it's just, amen, and it's just, uh, being uh, kept from the things of the world. <coughs> Amen. And if you go to, uh, let's see, let's uh, read the scripture here. And, and, and I believe it's in First Thessalonians. Stay away. Resist all kinds of immorality. Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's uh, let's start from verse 14. Go on. It says, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak. Be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God 
in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Do you know that the Amen. God gave us the Holy Ghost so we can Amen be uh, be led by the Spirit. <coughs> but the Holy Ghost, it'll quicken our Amen, the real, the real you, the real me. It's like Pastor Harold preached about the hidden man of the heart. Amen. That's the true you. And that's the Holy Ghost quickens, because we need that man to be alive. Amen. If that man ain't alive in us, then what happens? Then the spirit, the, the flesh is alive. Don't quench the spirit. Amen. If you quench the spirit, then you're quenching all life. You can just, you know, think about it. Mm-hmm. Amen. He gave us the Holy Ghost. He said to be good stewards of the gift of God. Amen. Good stewards. Take good care of it. Amen. Let the Holy Ghost have free access in our hearts daily. It says, let's go on. Uh, quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Well, that's something. Prove all things. The way you can prove all things is uh, <coughs> look into the Word of God. Amen. Make sure everything lines up with the Word of God. Amen. There's a lot of things we you know, we hear in the world and and, and, and people speak and Amen. But uh, to really understand, know the truth, we got to look into the Word of God. It says, uh, "Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good." And that's earnestly contending for the faith. Hold fast that which is good. And abstain from all appearance of evil. And this is the verse I want to get at. He said, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body. Did you see that? Yes. Your whole spirit and your soul and your body, our whole being, be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord. Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. Amen. Wow. Sanctification. Amen. So when the apostles in the early church had this thing, this contention about him being circumcised, they got together and amen. They, uh, they looked at the word of God and understood even what God wanted to do in their lives. And it's all about sanctification. They told all Gentiles, you don't need to be circumcised. But just stay away from all ungodliness and fornication and immorality. And that's what he's talking about. Your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. That's what sanctification is. Keeping yourselves, amen, in the love of God. Keeping yourselves in the things of God. And that's what it's all about. Even as, and as, as reading, when I was reading about this, uh, things happening to the early church, and and uh, like I said, we're blessed to know the truth and to be in his body and to have, and to have the New Testament. Yeah. Amen. And, and, now, and I was uh, saying that when the Holy Ghost poured out in the early church, that, was, that had to be around AD 33, somewhere around there. And when I was talking about uh, the Apostle Peter uh, preaching to Cornelius' household, the Gentiles, they received the Holy Ghost. You know, that was according to what I was reading. That, was, that happened, uh, let's see, eight years after Pentecost. So that's, you know, 
if you read the book of Acts and you go through the things that happen, it seems like everything happened just you know, right then and there. After, after Jesus brought out his Holy Ghost, and the believers went out and they, they spread the gospel, everything just happened, you know. But this, this was eight years after the day of Pentecost when Cornelius' household received the truth. Now look to this. And then this contention about people being circumcised, keeping you know, part of the Old Covenant, that happened in A.D. around 50 and 51. And that was uh, 18 years after the day of Pentecost. So you think about how you know everything had that took that was a lot, almost 20 years from the day of Pentecost, and they had this contention in the church. And you think, wow, that's you know quite a long time. And they didn't really have a true you know an, an understanding or revelation of what God was trying to do, as far as having one church, one body, both Jew and Gentile in one body. So they had to go through a lot, a lot of digging into the Old Testament, a lot of looking into the Word of God to, and, and for God to give them a revelation. Boy, that's something, eh? Amen. And you think about that. We have the Word of God. We have the, the New Testament. And to understand what we understand now, and all, and, all, and all because it was the apostles that looked into this and, and prayed and fasted and sought God and, and lived a life. And, amen. They're inspired by the Holy Ghost and they wrote down all that, that God revealed to them. Amen. Through revelation. Amen. Wow. So thank God for the early church. Amen. Amen. Now we have his word. You know, something comes in our lives. Something we understand or we're having a problem with. You know, we can open up this word. Amen. And we can read. We can understand how to amen, go through that, that trial, that trouble. Or go through that problem. Because like I said, God has all the answers. Amen. What is, amen, your uh, affliction or amen, what is your something you're not understanding but look into God's word he has all the answers. Amen. So that's how blessed we are. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. When those 120 believers were filled with his spirit that was just the beginning. Amen. We all have a beginning. That's where our beginning was. Amen. At the cross of Calvary, and especially in getting filled with the Holy Ghost, that's our beginning. And let the Holy Ghost lead us. Just like the, the Bible said, the Holy Ghost lead us and guides us in all truth. Teach us how to live holy. How to uh, overcome this, to overcome that. Even how to uh, 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 live amongst this world. Amen. We're part of the world, but we're not of the world. Right. Amen. Nothing in this world is any good. He's right. lost every time he, uh, he he reached out to someone to to want to redeem them, and when they had revelation, you know, the first thing he told them is, "Amen. Come out of the world. Come out of sin. Come out of the world." That's what we need to do. Amen. Some of us got one foot in the world, one foot in church. It don't work that way. It won't work that way, and, and we're gonna we're gonna have a hard way to go, and we're not gonna have true revelation. We're not gonna have a amen a true walk with God. We can't be half-hearted. Amen. We gotta be amen. We gotta jump into it with both feet. Amen. Amen. I remember uh, uh, back in my younger days, and amen. I had to be you know you know all of us growing up in the. We, we didn't know God. We were just our own, you know, free selves. And, 
we ran with we, we ran with our buddies and we did this and that and I remember I had to be maybe 10, 11, 12, and I used to run with my buddies. And we used to, uh, like going down to the Little White River, and just, you know how young kids are, just go down and swim, play, just do stupid things. And I remember one time, it was kind of getting towards, uh, getting towards fall. We went down to the, you know, to the old bridge. There's an old bridge there in the Old White River. We went down to the old bridge, and it's kind of a crisp day, kind of a little cool. And we were there by the river playing, and somebody got the crazy idea, you know, to uh, <coughs> uh, to entice somebody to, you know, jump into the river. And the river was cold, because we tested it, it was cold. And so, you know how young kids are, and trying to get someone to, you know, I dare you, I dare you. Get someone jump into the river, nobody, I, you know. But there's always somebody, there's always a fool in the bunch that <laughs> I don't know any better. <laughs> Amen. And, and one of my friends, I won't mention his name, but he did. He uh, took his jacket off his boots and he jumped in and he came out. He was shivering and it was cold. Amen. And that's how some of us need to be. Yeah. We need to jump in this thing with, with, with everything we have. Yes. Amen. Amen. And we need to jump in with both feet. Yeah. And to be fully persuaded. Amen. And just like the uh, Apostle Paul said, be, uh, or the Apostle Peter said, be fully persuaded. <coughs> some of us aren't fully, fully persuaded. Yeah. Amen. We need to be, amen, fully persuaded. And understand, even that God, He can save us to the uttermost. Right. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we're uh, maybe we're a little, uh, little fearful. Maybe there's just some things we don't want to let go of in this world. But God will make that way for us. Amen. We can forsake this world. And that's a good thing. You can forsake a lot of things for the kingdom of God. But remember this. Amen. You're going to reap something so awesome. Something that's going to aim and last for eternity. Amen. This world can't claim that. Because this world's going to pass away. But only, only God can aim and give to eternal life. Amen. So take heart, people of God. So we got early to contend for this faith. Amen. Certain things that, amen, that we have to apply our lives to. Coming to church. You know, it's hard to, uh, to, to come here to church and, and not be able to worship God. And, Right. It is, but you know, we, we can get through it. You know, it's it's it's, uh, it's all right, but it's just you know, not be able to even worship God. Just we can get down, but Amen. But uh, but we're here, and and God is here. Amen. Amen. So take heart. I wanna uh, let's go to uh, uh, the the Gospel of Luke. 
earnestly contend. That means a lot. That means to uh, do a lot of fighting and a lot of laboring. It takes a lot of struggle. Not only to go, we've got to fight against even ourselves or our flesh, but we got to fight against our old devil. <coughs> we even got to um, fight against the world. Amen. But you want to, uh, if you think about it, if you walk after the Holy Ghost, then you, you can overcome that world. Right. The world will be nothing to you if you walk That's in the right. Spirit. Because right. if you look, you know, you're, you're, you're walking in the Spirit, you look up the world, all that the world has to offer, you understand what God has to offer. And the things that are outside the world, that's nothing that's right. compared to what God has for us. Right. The world has nothing. Right. Nothing that we need out in the world. Amen. Everything we need, amen, we find it, right. amen, in Jesus Christ. Right. Amen. Let's, okay, uh, Luke chapter 10, if I didn't give you a chapter. Luke chapter 10. Let's, uh, let's read from, uh, we probably all know the story, let's uh, read from verse 38. Story about Martha and Mary. It says, Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was covered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary had chosen that good part, but shall not be taken away from her. Amen. He said, but one thing is needful. Right. You know that saying says, one thing is needful? Yeah. We need to be about his business. Amen. Amen. We need to be about the things of God. Yeah. Coming to church. Right. Yeah. Amen. Read the word of God. Yeah. Worshiping him in spirit. Yeah. To let the Holy Ghost just have its way in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be about the things of God. These yeah. things are needful. Yeah. Amen. Doing good things for God. These things are needful. He said, and Mary had chosen that good part. You know when you come to church? Like you, we have this morning? Yeah, we did. We chose that good part. Amen. Yeah. Wow. So you're blessed today, saints That's of God. Right. You chose that good part. Yeah. You're here. Right. You're God's presence. You're, right. you're God's going to bless you. We chose that good part. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to choose a good part. Yeah. And you know why? You know why? Yeah. Because of your old flesh. Yeah. Amen. But we need to choose. You know, there's a lot of picking and choosing going on in our world. Yeah. And we need to pick and choose too. Yeah. Pick the good things of God. Choose them. Yeah. And we'll be blessed in our deeds. Amen. We can do a lot of things for God. He, he sees and understands you know, how we're living for him, the things we do. And he's, Amen. He's, uh, he probably has a, he probably has a little list, a little uh, things, and he's, he's got our name on this list, and 
Amen. He's keeping track of things we do, even things we say. Yeah. Every time we do something that's right, he'll mark that down. Mm-hmm. He'll check it off and oh, look at her. Amen. Sister Jan coming to church, look at her. Reaching out to help somebody. He's checking it down. He's keeping Amen. track. Yeah. Amen. That's what he's doing. And when it comes down to that time of we're, we're standing before him. You know what he's going to do? He's standing before him because he's going to do it. He's going to hand out his rewards. Yes. Yes. Amen. Because we are faithful, living for him. He's going to hand out to his rewards. Yes. Amen. So that's what it's all about. Amen. We're, uh, don't be like a... <clears throat> don't be like Martha. Amen. He said, yeah. Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you are careful. Trouble about many things. Yeah. Amen. We're, we're, we're worried about things, you know, happening in our lives. Yeah. How are we going to pay this bill? And yeah. Amen. How are we going to do this and do that? And how are we going to get gas money or, you know, pampers for the kids? Amen. Amen. All these things we're careful. But if we only, just like Jesus said, ask yeah. and seek and knock. That's right. If you ask, it'll be given to you. If you seek, amen, you'll find it. Amen. If you knock, you know, God's going to do it. He's going to open that door for you. Yeah. And what's in that door? Yeah. Amen, you think about that. What's in that door? All oh, the provisions that you need. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Enter into that threshold and just, amen, have your way. Let God just bless you. Yeah. Ask and seek and knock. Yeah. Don't be worried. Don't be troubled. Yes. Sometimes it's hard, you know. We say that sometimes, you know, all the things that the devil will throw at us in our minds. Yeah. That's where it starts. You know that saints of God? It starts right here in yeah, your mind. Right. Right. They, put, they put that thought there right. in your mind and you start, you know, you, th- you start thinking about it and that, that, that thought, that doubt will, you make you start chasing other thoughts that are not good thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> pretty soon you start worrying, pretty soon you're starting doubting, pretty soon yeah. you're, you're at that place where, oh, can God even help me? Question God. So be careful of what you, even kind of thoughts you let in your mind. Yeah. But think on on Him. Yeah. Think on His Word. Because yeah. you think on His Word, and you know what's going to happen? Amen. You're going to have faith. Yeah. Amen. If you have faith in what He can do for us all, yeah. amen. Have faith. Amen. And don't be troubled. Amen. But do that needful thing. Amen. I'm glad that uh, Amen that Jesus, you know, he, he came to fulfill all righteousness. Mm-hmm. Amen. He came to do the will of God. And you think about when uh, when he when he when he walked before uh, from his birth to I believe they said he ended ministry when he was like thirty years old. And they, he lived his family and 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 they they, they called him. Amen. Jesus of Nazareth. And he said, we know his, you know his mom, we know all his siblings. And they call him that, you know, that man from Galilee. But one day, one day, John the Baptist saw him coming. And he, saw, he said, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And then John the Baptist said, I baptize you at the baptism of repentance. But there's one that comes after you, mightier than I am. He'll baptize you into the Holy Ghost and with fire. 
Now think about this. Then Jesus, here comes Jesus to be baptized with John to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus, sinless, a perfect man, a good man. He didn't need to be baptized, but he did it. Amen. Just to uh, uh, fulfill all righteousness and that we'll have an example that we can follow. But after Jesus was baptized, you read it, even in Matthew and Mark, Luke. In fact, let's, uh, let's go to one of them. Uh, let's see, let's go to, uh, let's go, I guess we're in Luke, so let's go to Luke chapter 3. scripture here. Let's go to uh, Philippians chapter 2. 
to verse 12. Let's start from verse 9. Let's Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. It's good to, uh, to bow to his name right now in obedience. Because there's a time when people are going to bow because they just have to bow because of his glory, his majesty. Because he's going to judge them. So it's, it's good to bow like we are right now in obedience, acknowledge him through faith. Okay, it says, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. We're exhorted, we're admonished, we're commanded to work out our own salvation with fear and with trembling. Amen. Because I know one thing, my, my mom can't work out my salvation. Right. My brother can't, my sister can't, my right. children can't. I have to. Yes. You have to. Amen. It's, it's a personal thing. Because yes. God is a personal God. Amen. And so we've got to take that responsibility upon ourselves. Yes. And do that. Work out your own salvation. If you don't feel like going to church, then amen, encourage yourself. That's right. Get the soul flesh in some direction. Amen. Work out your own salvation. Amen. Do the things you need to do. That's all it comes down to. Do the things you need to do to live for God. Yep. Do the right things. Walk by faith. Walk after the Spirit. You know, that's what we need to do. Work out your own salvation. And uh, he said, in the first part of Scripture, Wherefore, my beloved, as he hath always obeyed, not in my presence only, but not much more in my absence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but not much more in my absence. You know, there's a... Uh, Paul was talking about... Uh, I can't remember what uh, the book was. He's talking about men believers. And... Uh, He's talking about uh, servants obeying their masters. He said, uh, not as men pleasers, but amen, uh, uh, do, doing, the, doing the right thing, the good thing. So I was, uh, I was wondering what he meant by men pleasers. And, uh, I was looking in some books, looking for definitions, and he said, men pleasers, especially when it comes to a servant, when the master is there watching over his servants, the servant was would do his best to be, to be, you know, at his at his business, at his work. As long as the master is watching. But after the master left, he was gone, and that that servant slacked off. Wow. He, he amen. He wasn't as diligent. Mm. That's a men please. Yeah. Amen. Apostle Paul said, as he has also been not in my presence only, 
but much more in my absence. And you know how God sees us all, all the time? Yeah. 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 Wherever we are, he's always there. Yeah. Amen. And yet, uh, uh, you come up here, and uh, I know Brother Dan understands this, and I believe every minister. You come up here to minister the Word of God, and I can appreciate some of the things that Brother Harold has to amen, contend with. Amen. And he's a pastor, he's a shepherd of our church. And as such, Amen. All our souls are. He has to give account for our souls. That's right. But you know, make it much easier for him if we obey. Amen. And worked out our own salvation and fear and trembling. So he wouldn't have to be looking over our shoulder all the time. That's right. Making sure if we're living right and be yeah. word. That's right. But if we, and if we obey, amen, the will of God. Amen. And we're always going to have to be, you know, always, uh, be cheered on and be, being patted on the back, and but doing what we need to do to live for God. Yes. Amen. If we do our part, then it'd be a whole lot easier on Pastor Harold. That's I, right. Amen. I can appreciate some of the things he has to go through. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's probably why uh, Apostle Paul said, esteem him highly. And obey them, have the rule of you, for they watch for your souls. Wow. It's a Amen. It's a awesome thing. Awesome responsibility. Even being a saint of God is an awesome responsibility. We can't take it lightly. Amen. We gotta Amen. Do this with all our hearts. All our being. Man, we gotta just be into this. Amen. We gotta be zealous. Yes. And this all comes down just to a love for the truth. Amen. We gotta love this truth. Amen. So thank God for the truth. Thank God what the uh, early church did for us. And thank God Amen for His Spirit that Amen. Caused men to write all these words down that we have. It made it a lot easier for the church now. Amen. To contend with the things we can contend with in this life we live. It's a whole, whole, uh, whole lot of difference between early church and our church now. Because this church, I believe the reason why we have the word of God now, because Amen. Uh, God is coming for his church real soon. And we have this word here that we can understand how to overcome. It's coming as soon and we need to be faithful. That's right. Amen. Certain things happening that's going to cause us to look up and, and if, we're, uh, if we're paying attention, then we're going to understand that his coming is soon. Just like the, I read about the, 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 the story of the fig tree. Look at this world, it's gonna, it's gonna tell you something. And you can look at mankind and just how uh, evil they are. And how just so far away from God, not even looking to God. And you think about it, you compare that to uh, the story of uh, Noah and his build ark. 
And, and, and other people were back in those days. That's how the people are right now today. They're evil. and evil people. And so, look around. Look at this world. It's coming in soon. That's right. That's right. Amen. He, he said something in uh, he said something in uh, uh, in Matthew in Matthew chapter 24. He said a lot of things in Matthew chapter 24. Yeah. <laughs> but a particular thing he said he said in uh, he said in verse 28 Matthew 24 and verse 28 he said for wheresoever the carcass is there will the eagles be gathered together in other words uh, God has to judge his world mm -hmm. he's such a righteous God he has to judge his world that's what's going to happen judgment is going to come upon this world that's right it has to, because he's a righteous God. Mm -hmm. You can't just let sin go on and go on and go on. That's huh? right. He's got to judge sin. And that's what's going to happen to this world. Judgment is falling upon this world. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will be people be gathered together. Judgment is falling upon this world. So thank God that you're, we are, in this church. Thank God. Thank God for what He has done for us and doing. It's, it, it, it's a work that's continuing and it's not going to end until him, He comes for us. And that when that perfect has come, <clears throat> Apostle Paul said, "When that perfect has come, then the unperfect, unperfect things are to be done away with." Amen. So, take heart, saints of God. Amen. What we're doing for the Lord is going to reap us everlasting rewards. Even even every little thing that you do for God. Amen. He sees it and he's gonna give us reward. And just to be faithful. Just to be faithful. That's all he asks of us. And to walk holy. And one thing he really wants us to do is to to mature. Amen. It's all about maturing. That's right. Understanding. And just believe in Him. All things work together for good. Things happen in our lives, but maybe there's this trial and persecution and all kinds of affliction. But if we just understand that God is still working our lives, and these things are, are not happening, you know, for us to uh, give up and give up on God and, and backslide. Oh, he's trying to. Build a little character in us. Just mm -hmm. see what we're gonna do if it gives us a little, a little rain. See how we're gonna act. See how, yeah. how much we love Him. 
little trial, little trouble, we have faith in him. Amen. We're going to be okay. Amen. We will be okay, saints of God. That's right. Amen. Amen. So just take heart. Amen. Thank God for his spirit. Amen. Amen. So thank you for, uh, I thank you all for coming. Amen. For all the, my brothers, my sisters, amen, I appreciate you all. Amen. Uh, and God knows that. Uh, and uh, always keep in prayer. So many things to, to pray for, pray about. Uh, I, I, I pray that God, you know, Bless you all. Supply your every need because he can, he will. His uh, covering is over us. And the Bible says his banner over us is love. He loves us. Uh, you think about it, every morning you wake up. Every morning you wake up, your first thought should be on Him. Amen. Yep. Amen. And from there on, you, you see God. You ask Him for guidance, strength, counsel. Yeah. His will in your life. Amen. And that day, your day will be blessed. Because all he wants us to do is acknowledge him. Put him first. Put him first. He always should be first. First in our hearts, first in our minds. Amen. And everything's going to fall in order. Amen. As you only have faith. So thank you. If you all stand and we'll pray, we'll dismiss. We'll come together again tonight. Brother Dan will be ministering. Amen. Come together again, believing. God will. Amen. Every time we come together like this and we hear His word, uh, we're edified. Amen. We're sanctified. And we can leave from here that different. We can leave from here encouraged. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Mighty God, for your people gathered here together in your name. Thank you for every saint. Thanks for every family. Bless our children. Amen. And bless us all, Heavenly Father, walk by faith. Always looking to you, looking forward, oh God, to Amen. Your your presence in our lives, what you have for us, oh God. Amen. Help us, oh God. And I pray, Father, that you would bless our testimonies. Let us be good stewards, Amen, of our testimonies. And to walk in thy ways and keep us this day as we go about our daily affairs. And bring us together once again this evening, Father. To come here to your house in thy presence where your name is. Amen. Just to look to you and acknowledge you, Father. To hear your word. For we need our daily bread, O oh God. We thank you, Father, for strength you have given unto us, O oh God. And especially for your Holy Ghost. And I pray to meet every need. Of every saint, every family, Father, spiritual, our, our physical, our financial needs, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, mighty God, for your goodness. 
your hand upon us. Let your hand continue to be good upon us. Amen. We thank you, well, God. Bring us together in your name again this evening, Father. As we look to you and honor you and thank you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you, saints of God. You're all just now.